It's funny, if you chug any corn pattern, it's so heavy. I mean, yeah. Like John, oh, yeah. John. Yeah, I think corn just has like the catchiest riffs. Suicide but. Silence go Shroomin and their new music video Alter of Self. You got, yeah, you got System of Down, probably four tones, stages. Corn, Incubus, Turnstile. Use EMG pickups because they help you get the heaviest tone possible. Head over to EMGPickups.com and use my promo code HEAVY at checkout and get 15% off. And then once you write the heaviest song of all time, head over to distrokid.com slash VIP slash Garza and save 30% off your membership to get all your songs on all streaming platforms. And now to the heaviest podcast of all time. The background pig squealer. Dude, I'm in. I'm in the big six now. What's up? That's it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> It's whoever, <laughs> basically, it's whoever's uh, post gets the most likes. Yeah, th- I mean, this could get a lot of likes, right? I think so. <laughs> Total wormed. Dude, that would be such a funny viral post if you just did that and you're like, hey guys, I wanna, I'm want i the new Big I'm going to do that. I'm going to make a clip. I guarantee if that goes viral and enough people like it, they would hit you up. Let's go. Yeah. Just give me a geek stuff, but I just need a sick compressor. Oh, yeah. Where it just brings the volume like so high. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. It's like, man, he's like super loud. No, it's just it's all effects, man. <laughs> I love bands like that. And like, uh, you're talking discourage, warm, it's just that, that mm. like super guttural low. Right. It just, and they just bring the, the it, levels up. It and just stuff. fits the music so well. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to hear what I'm talking about, check out Wormed Planetarium. That record is heavy as fuck. It was a big one for, for us when, when uh, we were kids. It has that style of vocal, like, oh, yeah, this is, like, just that. <laughs> as uh, as normal normal people would call it, monster noises, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, Jay, bring up uh, on, on YouTube, uh, Wormed Geomestic Dome. Damn. And there's a vocal there. That's a sick title. Geo, yep, boom. Oh, ge- okay. People dome. need to hear this. And hopefully Is it the, a track? Uh, the track? Yeah, yeah, it's just it's a track. And when, when I when I heard this, so, I... <laughs> <laughs> so grimy. Just go like three fourths in. It's right before a heavy breakdown. You guys, about there, pe- people yeah. have to hear this. Okay. It's crazy jazzy thing. That's cool. Another, another ten seconds. No, I mean like oh, forward. Yeah, perfect. Okay, almost there. We're, we're almost there. This band is so fucking. Not a lot of people know about Worm. No, I've never. Yeah, heard. super no. slept on band. This record probably came out in two thousand one. Oh shit! Nice. OG. OGs, man. That's crazy. Listen to that, dude. All right. We're done. Cool. <laughs> Are they... They're they're an international band, right? I believe they're from Spain. Okay. Mm. Got it. Shout out, Worm. Yeah, I couldn't find the, the part I was looking for. I think it's like halfway. Mm-hmm. Try halfway. Play, play that for a second. 
Oh, okay. Wait, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This. Okay. This. Okay. We found it. <laughs> okay. You're. you're oh boy. No. Go. Okay. Play. 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 This is it. I love that. <laughs> that's just that's literally what you just did. <laughs> that's perfect. Yep, that's that's the part, dude. When you hear that low guttural, you know what's coming. Dude, am I am I inwormed? <laughs> is there something you're not telling me, dude? Oh my God. This is my side project. You just kept it a secret this whole time. Dude, I'm telling you guys, like, I mean, if you want to hear some heavy, brutal shit, check out this record. Hell yeah. Yeah, again, I think it came out. Um, yeah, Jay, can you look up when, when the record dropped? It Released on? 212. Oh. No, that's uh, as like a... Oh, the YouTube thing. As a, what do you call it? Like the, I think like that record label probably... Oh, uh, like, yeah. Jay just happened to put it out. Mm-hmm. I'm really curious when this record dropped. 03. 03. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Oh, three. That sounds about right. Our, like the the first Sui demo came out in 2002. Yeah, it was like yeah. right, right around then we're like jamming this, this right record. So time. sick, dude. It's crazy. And I also, hear it. Yeah. I hear some of the influence in there yeah. for sure. Yeah. And that looks super like modern. <laughs> like that album. It kind of does, artwork, huh? right? For O three, 3 that's actually oh, no. that super like modern. A, some, something like a band. It kind of does look modern. Mm-hmm. It looks like a, like, like a futuristic... Um, album cover could be like a Meshuggah album art or something. Kinda, yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. Logo too. Yeah, that I always liked their logo. That's really what like made me listen to them. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's sick. I saw a logo. I was like, that looks very interesting. Also, around the same time, you're talking like the environment with Baby Killer and like that's like, that's the whole era. But it's around the same time. All the like grind slam kind of stuff was coming out. Yeah, yeah. And right and right before we started this, we were just listening to. Again, help me pronounce the band name. Uh, oh, Sanguis Sugabog? Sanguis Sugabog. Yeah. Is that it? Sanguis Sugabog. Yeah. It's funny how these bands are coming out, but I mean, <laughs> it just takes me back to like the early 2000s, late 90s. I mean, mm-hmm. this band, you're talking Worms. Uh, check out a band called Hemdale. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Sick too. It, and the record's called Rad Jackson. I mean, you have Spotify, you could jam that. But it's basically <laughs> old suicide sounds and a lot of the modern stuff coming out now. Mm-hmm. It's like very early relapse stuff. Yeah, yeah, like uh, 200 Stab Wounds and all those kind of bands. A lot of similarities. It's cool because it's basically, you know, like hardcore <laughs> kids making death metal is pretty Rad much Jackson. what, what mm-hmm. it is. Dude, that's and that's why it has that classic sound, I think, because they're... You know, they're influenced by, like, very early, like, deathcore and, like, you know, slam from that era. It's weird that we're calling it classic. It is classic now. I mean, I think... I mean, it's, if it's over 20 years, right, it has to be. Yeah, what what makes it classic? 20 years? Is that the time frame 20, you think? Officially, right? 20 makes it classic. It's classic. What about modern classics? Like, damn, that's an instant classic. 10, probably 10 years, right? 10 years. It's a modern right. classic. Modern classics, 10 years. And then legendary is like whatever you know, forty years, right? Thirty, forty like years, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're kind of banking on the on the legendary status, the thirty. <laughs> so wait till it hits thirty years. Oh, then it's gonna be crazy. I'm gonna be in wheelchairs and you sick, dude. Still fucking headbanging. <laughs> yeah, I just still, man. 
Love it. Well, thankfully, we had things like, you know, the gym and yoga. It makes things like that possible, man. I couldn't imagine not doing what I do. Oh, yeah. And headbanging. Like, I got to do yoga. It's a. I mean, look, look at all those, like, when you go to the gym, there's almost always, like, one or two super old dudes that are, mm-hmm. like, just yoked. And they're, like, easily in their 60s or 70s. Totally. Don't forget the, uh, the go juice. That helps. Go-go oh, yeah. juice. The go-go juice. Well, which is coffee. The Garza go-go juice. Pure, Wait, uh, it's secret. You can't tell people. No, this is go-go juice, which makes... Patented <laughs> coffee blend. Yeah, coffee is great for your... Uh, I'm on, it's good. Oh, it's good for your penis. <laughs> it's, it just increases blood flow throughout your whole body and just goes straight into your penile area. Sh- shout out Blue Chew. <laughs> dude, I want Blue Chew to sponsor the pod, dude. Hit us up. Horny's podcast of all time. Oh, yeah. Horny's podcast. That's it, dude. Hell That's yeah. it. Right when I thought I was walking into a drug bust because I walked into this building and literally our neighbors like across. I mean, I, I had to move around the uh, like the, the cops to get to get in his room. But there was like I'm not going to over. I don't want to over exaggerate. It was like six sheriffs oh, man. going into one of the uh, rooms. Yeah. I was like, what, what? Like, what the hell is going on? And then I went. In this room, I went back out and had a piece of paper on the uh, on the door, mm-hmm. and it, it was a eviction. Oh wow! Oh, damn, crazy. So yeah, and you kind of have to pay your rent. I think that's the deal. Like, you gotta <laughs> if, if you don't pay your rent, you're gonna. <laughs> it's the one thing you have to do, right? Mm-hmm. Just pay your rent. Yeah. yeah. I was like, is this a drug bus or something? Like, is there someone in there that's like? It's kind of intense for just an eviction. Six sheriffs. The sheriffs, like they have like the like the like the green. Outfits with sheriff mm-hmm. and yellow, like on, across across your chest. I'm like sheriffs, and that's and when they have like that specific get up too, it's usually like a bust. Oh, that's a, is this a fiction or is it a bust? I mean, I, I just walk in. I don't, I don't fucking know what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> and then once I, I read the fucking paper, oh eviction. I was like, is that how they evict people? They just like pull. They just roll deep. Fucking Maybe they think that like people aren't going to want to leave, so they they bring a bunch of people. Just that's in a case. big problem, dude. It's, uh, mm. I mean, dude, I've been trying to, f- me and my lady have been trying to find a spot in my hometown yeah. for, wow, a while. Yeah. And you know, there's a lot of deep issues with, like, with the pre-COVID, post-COVID stuff where people, yeah. like, are trying to squat. Oh, I, I heard about that. And, and if they're there for a certain amount of months, right, then they mm-hmm. can't do anything about yeah, it. Yeah, it's like a weird thing where they're kind of, like. It's like a loophole. They're kind of fucking milking, like, the whole, like, COVID where I, I don't have to pay rent. Yeah. So basically what's happening is when people want to actually move out and get a spot, people like us are getting the prices for these apartments down there skyrocketing. Well, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not that smart, but just using common sense, like if they got to make up for the loss somehow. Exactly. So any new new tenant is going to have to pay that fucking price. It sucks. Yeah. And, and people who are willing to pay like four or 5000 for like luxury oh apartments. Rent is so insane, dude. The more the reality is, the more people want to pay for or are willing to pay for rent, that's what it's going to stay at. Yeah. If people are accepting these offers, landlords are going to say, mm-hmm. "Okay, cool, we'll keep keep it at, uh, at this high rate." It's nuts, dude. You got to fight the power. Yeah. The the moment someone is either leaves because it's too expensive or they get kicked out, I guess what we I just witnessed. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone else comes right in and pays that fucking fat price. That's the problem. That's, oh, gosh, dude. There's too many people that are willing to pay, you know, way over what they should be paying. Yeah. You know, it's like causing this, like, fake inflation in the rental, like, yeah. prices. 
That's why I got into archery. I'm just going to be a trained killer to start <laughs> fixing the problem. There's too many people. I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm basically a trained killer now. It's basically just be a hitman. <laughs> when you walk in the room, you just hear the warmed. Oh, my goodness, dude. It's like Predator. Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, and obviously what the paper said was eviction, but also said where it came from, which was... Uh, said like the name of the building, mm. the, the owners. I'm like, okay, it came from the building, obviously. Right. right. I was like, yeah, can, is that how you evict people? You just like, if it's too long, you basically just hit up the sheriffs. Is that is that what you do? I think you have to. Yeah, it's probably like a safety thing because you're not going to deal with them yourself. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, because like it's your business, right? So let's say like, you know, worst case scenario, you try to kick them out and they attack you. Mm-hmm. You know how you know how the laws are. Like if you defend yourself, like you can get in trouble too. So it's like a lot of gray area there. You you can't even risk it as a business owner. You know, no way. Well, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I was, uh, saw driving up here. I saw a motorcycle accident. Oh man, <clears throat> I've been seeing a lot of accidents lately. Mm-hmm. I saw. Well, I mean, I drive all the way from LA, and like I always see a minimum of like three accidents on the way over here. My goodness, dude. Yeah, it's wild. But luckily, it looked like they were all right. They're By all right, I mean, like, you don't see body parts on the fucking freeway. Okay. It's like they were just being They were put, alive. <laughs> looked like they were all intact and going into the back of the, uh, yeah. the yeah, ambulance. And I was like, but you see, like, the bike in the middle of the freeway. And I was like, jeez, dude. Like, and that's the reality. Like, you, if you ride a motorcycle, man, you got to really be careful. What what I've heard is that it's not when. It's, it's not if, it's when. It's when. You will crash. Jeez, it's a, I guess just how serious it is. It's just you know like, and it, and it's also like not to blame motorcycle motorcyclists, but like the way the motorcyclists ride on the freeway doesn't help because you know I'm sorry, but the, they'll like weave through traffic, mm-hmm. and it's like people should be more aware, but pe- you just have to know that people not everyone is like checking their mirrors when they merge and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times motorcyclists will like. You know, fly through. I've seen. I mean, obviously, oh, yeah. I drive all the time. They'll fly through lanes, just ho- you know, assuming that no one's gonna like pull out or you know what I mean, open yeah. their car door. Like, like so many things could happen. Yeah, you kind of have to assume, which is a way yeah. of life. I mean, no one. You know, we got we got to realize, you know, no one gives gives a fuck about you. It's not a bad thing. It's just gotta yeah. assume that you can't like. But it just makes you very vulnerable because you're not in a car. It's just yeah. you on the bike. That's it. You shouldn't assume, oh, you know, I'm in a motorcycle station. No. Like, no one gets a fuck. No. You're, you're just going get, to get hurt. And I consider myself a pretty self-aware driver. And, you know, I got, yeah. clipped. I got clipped once. Right. Where I was, I was uh, changing a lane to like, a carpool lane. And then, like, the way the bike was coming out, I was like, it hit my, it hit my blind spot perfectly. Oh, yeah. But it was just it was the most minor clip. Mm. And, uh, you know, it's like... It's like you asked me, are you all right? I asked you, are you all right? It was just like a, a, there's even no marks, but mm. like the most minor clip. But the fact that I miss it, and I'm pretty like, I, and you're I, careful. I, I I'm I'm looking. I have my blinker on. I'm like even bikes are small, especially those like little street bikes. Yeah, where they're like low to the ground. Mm-hmm. Dude, there everyone has like some blind spot in their car. Yeah, I mean newer cars have like the blind spot, like little like sensor and stuff. But mm-hmm. I don't even know if that picks up motorcycles to be honest. That's true, huh? It picks up cars. Oh, yeah, I don't think it does. Can I, yeah, Jay, can you look it up? Uh, does the car sensor pick up on motorcycles? Because I feel like anytime a motorcycle, you know, I'm almost always uh, surprised by them when they fly by me. Yeah, you're like, oh, shit. Like, I don't see them coming. 
So it's like, I hope they're looking because yeah. most cars are not always looking at their mirrors when they're trying to pay attention to the road in front of them. Mm-hmm. You know? Blind spot monitoring monitoring systems have difficulty detecting motorcycles. There you go. There it is. I had a feeling. I definitely had a feeling. And this is from this is a from personal injury attorney's office. Yeah. Who probably deals with a lot of oh, yeah. motorcyclists. These are like peer reviewed kind of wow. official documents here. There you go. Yeah, I mean how, how even at the sensor on a car, even the modern cars, I mean, how can you pick up something that's coming up so quickly and not exactly the massive car? Exactly. Like, like the size difference is so extreme. It's like picking up like a bird or something, you yeah. know, at that point. It's like, it, it's like a cat versus a horse, dude. It's just, yeah. And, and again, it's the thing of like skipping, like, like um, people on like Harleys and stuff, I don't see doing this as much, but especially people on street bikes. Mm-hmm. I, you know, and again, I know this is like kind of widely accepted, so it is what it is. But like when they're like flying through the middle of lanes, mm-hmm. I just in my head, I just worry because I'm like, I hope someone doesn't pull out and hit them. And like you said, yeah. it's probably it's going to eventually happen. Yes. You know, something else to consider is that I wonder if if the biker is listening to music. So almost so, always. Yeah. So imagine a biker listening to death metal. <laughs> they're blasting it, or, or they're or they're blasting knock loose, and they're just, they're just fucking driving. Right, it's like you're in your own world, man. Oh yeah, man. And these guys are going, you know, 130. You know, uh, it's gonna sound weird, but uh, the funny thing when right after Mitch died and got into his accident, mm-hmm. a lot of close homies, close homies, got Harley's. Wow, weird. <laughs> so like, what? That's strange. It's, I don't know what the thought process is of that. Mitt, was Mitch on a street bike, or he just got the Harley? Oh, it was uh, a Harley. Okay. Yeah, Lily, we we all took, we all just signed to Nuclear Blast, and we all, mm. most of us, bought vehicles. I bought, I bought the Cadillac. Oh yeah, and he bought the Harley. Man, that's crazy that that happened on a Harley because you know they're supposed to be safe. They're safer, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's a nice bike. Damn, it's and. Nice. Dude, I'm so sorry about Mitch and like, dude, it mm. sucks. He got an accident, then, then they, they all get Harley's. Then they went out and got Harley's. It was it was, it was very, a weird it was cognitive dissonance thing. Very bizarre. <laughs> I mean, it, at some level, we all kind of know like the dangers be, like with bikes, but there there is. Mm-hmm. I do understand like the fascination. I get it. I mean, they're badass. Like I, they they look you know? fucking badass, dude. And they, they they look fun. I've been on one. They're fun. They're definitely fun, you know what I mean? Like, you can't deny it. But I don't know. I guess the way I look at it is, like, I don't think it should be your daily driver. Mm. It should be more of, like, a thing that you go, like, cruise around and, you know what I mean? Like, just have fun with it. Like, yeah. But, like, I don't know. I think riding it every day is such a high risk. It's just like a it's just Like, a not having a car and just having, like, a bike? I don't know. That is the, I think that's the the middle ground there. Yeah. This is every day. I mean, dude, driving in general. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just driving on in general on the freeway is scary. Like, I can't even imagine, oh, I have to drive 40 miles right now on a bike and it's raining, like, let's say. Oh, dude, the past month has been just insane with, with, with driving, dude. That's what I'm, can you imagine Terrible. motorcyclists in the rain in L.A. traffic? I see them. Nuts. It's, it's like a numbers game at that point. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I do. I'm concerned driving in the, in the car 
every day. Like that's, we, it was funny. We always yeah. talk about driving on, on this fucking thing, but like, it's so true, man. It's like, so real. Just driving. I'm like, man, like try to, try to be a safe driver. I use my blinker. If you're listening mm. and watching this, use your blinker, use your fucking blinker. It's, I'm, I'm a piece of shit. I try to be a piece of shit less and little things dude. like just use your blinker. You, you yeah. Know, you know, the world does not evolve around us, you know, mm-hmm. just got to use, use your blinker. I'm like, dude, if a car is that sketchy, you just, you just add more. Yeah. Yeah. It's but, easy. Yeah. It's, it's a very simple, once you get used to it, it's, it's second nature. Yeah. And you know, I'm, you know, I'm driving in a car, I'm listening to orgy. <laughs> I'm, I'm, in, I'm in a, a zone. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not exactly looking for a smaller vehicle, you know? Yeah. I'm thinking. I'm thinking about my childhood. You know, man, this band's so sick. Remember, they were fucking playing family values. Zone so, out. This yeah, zone out. Dude, how yeah. heavy is Orgy? Oh Dude. my, that record, Candy Ass, is incredible. I've been listening to Orgy the past week a lot, and that record is fucking unbelievable. I was bumping it yeah. uh, the other day, actually, getting coffee. Yeah, Candy Ass. Yeah, even yeah, uh, the one af- I think is after that. With the fiction, the song with fiction. Oh, um, mm-hmm. yeah. It brought back so many memories. I was yeah. like, dude, I'm... Dreaming in digital. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, so good, so man. So cool. So, like, cutting edge and dope. That band did remind me of my childhood a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You listen to those guitar tones, like, that is heavy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You said that, that over the story we were talking about last week as well. Man, those... I love that guitar tone. Yeah. And they just put out a new song, yeah. I think, like, last week, and uh, the same kind of brought mm. back some... Some memories with yeah. mm-hmm. with the tones and stuff. I checked it out as well. <coughs> oh, it's sick, man! It's good. It's good. It's cool. I believe the song's called "Empty." Yes. Yeah. Just uh, just came out. Pretty fucking. And they're they're playing a Seek New World, right? Yes. Yeah, they're on that. Gotta figure out. I'm going. It's Vegas, dude. It's it's a new metal. It's it's literally a festival made for you. I cannot go, dude. <laughs> they said, "Oh, let's make a festival for Garza." I think that's what the promoters <laughs> were, were, were talking about. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, and. Okay, okay, so if for those of you listening and watching, and this, there's three rooms w- uh, connected to this uh, whole studio. The amount of backwards R's that are in this 420 <laughs> square foot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of backwards R's. Yeah. I cannot, if, if I don't go to this, this festival, I'll be, I'll be a poser. I got to go. You would be, I think... 12, 12 year old you would be pissed for sure. Yeah, it's like, what are you doing, you jaded old <laughs> fuck? Get off your lazy ass and go to Vegas. Dude, Cold is playing. Cold? That would, would be pretty sick. I, I just love that they they were able to get, you know, 30 plus bands to reform for this. It's, mm-hmm. it's awesome. Where did, okay, wait, so it's May 13th, Saturday. It's one day. Yeah. Got System me Down, Probably Deftones, four stages. Corn, Incubus, Turnstile. And you had the deep cuts like uh, I was, let's see, Cold Chamber, Lowe's Plane, uh, which is a great band. Oh yeah, so Orgy, Cold, mm-hmm. I love uh, Filter, Alien Ant Farm, Hoobastank, Hoobastank, Seven Dust, Soulfly, Seven Dust, Katie, Cold Chamber, yeah, Fever, Cradle. Oh shit, I'm sorry. Um, and there's Orgy. Yep. Flyleaf. I hear uh, with with Lacey. I, I hear I, a lot of people love Flyleaf. Oh sure. yeah, Papa Roach, of course. That was a big. Chevelle. I think that was a big band for mm-hmm. like, uh, like the older Gen Z crowd. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that was their like Evanescence or like yeah. Loathe. You know what I mean? Lode is there. Yep. Oh uh, yeah, Lode is gonna be cool. It's good to see Chevelle so high up there because Chevelle is a sleeper band. If you ever saw Chevelle live, they there's something about them. Yeah, they're just. It's funny. I saw literally like the last song 
I, mm. I, I forgot they were playing. It was like a, a festival similar to this, so like a mm. massive. I was like just walking around. Yeah, I'm like, oh, Chappelle's playing, and there's just something about it, like this, the soul. I'm like, damn, that's why you're still Chevelle. They they all they shit. always reminded me of like Deftones in that way, mm -hmm. where the music has this like atmosphere and vibe to it. Yeah, you know, where you just kind of like jam, you know. Yeah, they had this atmosphere to them, to them. and yeah. uh, very few bands can pull off that sound. I think. Look up Chevelle J. Uh, I want to say they're all brothers. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure. But I just want to confirm, probably uh, via wiki. You know. Yeah, I just saw them in Aftershock. They were awesome. Let's check out the old wiki. Originally composed of two brothers, Pete Loeffler and Sam Loeffler. Ah, uh, nice. two brothers, alongside. Oh, but uh, then Joe Loeffler joins in '96. Oh, so now it is all so brothers. Those three brothers. They're all brothers. Wow, that's cool. At the moment, it's just back to two brothers. Mm. But at one point, it was three. That's what it was. Because they have a different drummer now. I think was it something like that. Yeah, it was. I think it was a different guy on drums when I saw them. Ninety-five. Wow. Oh yeah. I didn't. I didn't know that. I thought they've they been around out. a long time. I didn't know that. Yeah. Six million records. They were, yeah, that's the crazy thing about them is like they might be, I think them and Alien Am Farm are probably the two most slept on bands from like the new metal, alternative metal kind of scene. Mm -hmm. No one talks about those bands. This is huge. Yeah, I got it. I'm going, I'm, I'm going to the festival, dude. I feel like it's just one of those you can't miss it. If I miss it, I'm going to have a lot of explaining to do on this <laughs> thing, dude. <laughs> I feel like the crowd here would be interesting. It, it's going to be a cool mix of like, yeah, like new fans and, and old OG fans. Mm -hmm. It'll be cool. It's kind of like, this is like the new metal when we were young, it essentially. Awesome. Yeah, it looks yeah. Obviously the same uh, promoters. Mm -hmm. yeah, oh, same, yeah, same team putting it on. It's like, well, this works for this. Let's just do it for new metal. Yeah. Yeah. And new metal, you know, probably, probably even reaches like a wider audience of people than like post-hardcore and... Emo, emo and stuff. <laughs> I think this is definitely like this a wider, huge. This, I, especially I this a wider age group from like young kids wider to older group. people. Wider you know. age group, you're right. New metal was, I mean, still arguably is like the largest heavy genre. It is, right? Yeah. I mean, I think new metal is the biggest that like, metal or like heavy aggressive music has ever been. Commercially. Yes. Commercially, yeah. Commercially. You, you could argue thrash, but you can't really call Metallica like a straight thrash band. Like, you, like, like you can't. And you can't just name one band as an example. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, exactly. They're, they're the exception to the rule. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where new metal, you have all these bands and they're fucking all, they're this like all the, massive. The top four are all gigantic bands. This is going to be down. Korn, Deftones, Incubus. I mean, come on. Those are it. bands that have never stopped touring. Just consistently like getting bigger and bigger, so you know. We all know Corn's the best on that lineup. We all we all know, dude. Oh man, I can't I can't pick a favorite. I mean, well, That's tough. you know can, you know who my favorite band is, but Deptones, yeah. I'm not gonna like be biased. I can't. System is System is probably my. Topic. I will say though, as far as live, my ass itches. As far as live. Corn is amazing live. Oh, of course, they're, they're the heaviest. It's a live different band thing on the planet. If you if like any of the listeners have never seen Corn live and you're like like you like them but mm -hmm. you're not like crazy about them, see them live. It'll change your whole Ooh. perspective. 
When Honestly, they play Here to Stay, it's fucking insane. And they always open with Here to Stay. That's oh the best my part. God, it's literally the heaviest thing you can see live. On, oh, we're going to open with our heaviest breakdown. This should be the headline yeah. of the Hoobastank. Oh, and they, they just play the reason should like be 20 times? Top. Yeah, that should be the top right there. Yeah. Dude, it's funny. If you chug any corn pattern, it's so heavy. I mean, yeah. Like John, 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 John. Yeah, I think corn just has like the catchiest riffs. That's really what it comes Can't down to. Like, it, their riffs immediately just get stuck in your head. Yeah, as a Taylor Barber said, they're falling uh, away from me, like <sighs> any of those drops. Earworms, earworm riffs, dude. They're just like there. Yeah. Like, you, you hear it once or twice, and it's like you're just there playing. You just keep hearing, you just keep hearing that fucking riff or, 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 that, or, or that vocal part. That'll Kinda happen to sick. me where, like, I'll get a corn riff in my head, and I have to play it. <laughs> yeah. I'll like, okay, that. where's the nearest of course, Spotify yeah. that I can of play? Like, I don't know why. It's just, like, addictive. Of course, man. Yeah. Earworms. Earworms. If exactly. they're going to leash drop, though. That, mm, oh, yeah. Mm, mm, the go. Mm, 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 <laughs> that's, that's. Yeah. J- JD's so good at those, like, those, like, kind of mosh call drops. Yeah. You know, there's like blind, the are you ready? There's yeah. the go. Like, those are such iconic moments. Like, I feel like it's such a small thing that people could, like, you know, not think about. But, like, I think those are the things where, like, if you're on the fence about like heavy music, but then you hear a drop like that, it kind of puts co- like heavy music into context of why it's so cool. Yeah. How, how it can like grab your attention like that. Yep. So sick, dude. This part, dude. Yeah. That that little break, dude. Jeez, man. Go. It's just like you you can chug you you can chug that too. Yeah. And and that's one of those draws where like like the way I look at uh, we could probably meet it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Before we get flagged. (laughs) Yeah, we have like a 10 second rule on songs. You guys know how it goes with YouTube. But um it just takes over your body. <laughs> <laughs> like I what interests me is heavy music that breaks the rules and somehow is accessible to like anyone from like a 16-year-old or 14-year-old kid to like someone's grandpa. Mm-hmm. If you could show your grandfather corn and he understand, he gets it. Yeah. That means there's something to that music. You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. certain artists that break those rules. Yep, I I agree, man. It's cool. Yeah, my I mean, yeah, I mean, my parents know know who Corn is. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. It's like universally known. Universal. Yeah. Well, yeah. Should we get to the uh, the new news? Yeah, let's see what's going on. New scoop. New scoop. New, new news. Scoop. At the moment, that's what it's called. Oh my <laughs> gosh, it sucks. Suicide oh, yeah. silence go shrooming. And their new music video, Alter of Self. You guys entered the, the metaverse. Oh, yeah. Suicide Silence gets more washed up with a new track. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that the lamb goat comment? No. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, this is from courtesy of the PRP. Shout out, PRP. Cool, yeah. If you haven't seen, uh, we dropped a, a new video last uh, Monday, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, last when we hear this or watch mm. this, it was last week, and uh, but the track's been out for a month mm-hmm. via so, uh, your first streaming service. March tenth release date for the 
new studio album, right? It was one of your guys' heaviest tracks from the album, I think. That's California. Cool. What What do people say about us? California, California Deathcore Pillars. 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 What? what so what's a pillar? Are, the pillars. So, are, like, you, you guys are up. like the. No, you hold up the fucking the structure of Deathcore. You guys are the foundation of yeah, Deathcore, is what basically. they're saying. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, it's not wrong. It's not wrong yeah. at all. Yeah. Interesting. Well, if you ask, a, <laughs> you ask our com- competing bands that, they'll, they'll probably have a way different answer. <laughs> probably not. Oh, goodness. That's so funny. It's funny. A uh, funny story about this track is uh, everyone, you get into like these, uh, I mean, we're all older, so we don't really, you know, necessarily fight mm. or bicker anymore, but it's like you kind of have to pick your battles. Yeah. And besides Dan, our bass player, I mean, no one wanted this song on on the record. Like, I, really? Yeah. So I had to kind of everyone. It kind of it's so hard to know when to fight for something. When like, okay, I'll let this go, and this mm. is that to keep the morale up. But this one I fought for. It was such a sick song. And, I mean, uh, it's one it's of cool. my favorites for it's sure. Different. It's like colorful. Mm-hmm. Colorful. I, I, I like that. Yeah, yeah. I heard. I was listening to it. It's a little more up here, right? A little more dissonant kind of chords, mm. kind of stuff. Yeah, we actually went from the zero fret to the I think the fourth or something. <laughs> I think yeah. we uh, we went we went prog. It was cool. It was cool. I like it. Oh, yeah, it, yes. it fits the video too. Oh, directed totally. by the song is perfect for the video. Shout mm. out Vicente Cordero. Yeah, the homie Vicente, Vicente great, awesome dude. dude. He's done our past uh, four videos, but yeah, it fought for this this song. I'm, I'm very glad that it, it worked out and. You can't you can't deny the fucking some riffs. I mean, when you hear like that's a sick fucking song. We we should yeah. And the guys just look like on you you just totally just don't see it. Yeah. yeah you, this one I, I definitely uh I definitely fought for. Oh, yeah. I'm glad that people enjoy. This is so funny. Like when people have strong opinions and it gets out there, people hear it and listen to it. It's like this like nothing like a uh, any thought that maybe another band member had. It's like just. Oh, yeah, everyone loves the song. Right. People love the song. It's like, you're, well, you know how it is. When it's your art, you're always going to be the harshest critic. Of course. So, yeah, we're all pulling out uh, <laughs> mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah, you, you play mine. Are those legit? <laughs> yeah, like everyone says, I, I say wow a lot and sick, which I do. The general. Good God. <laughs> those are actually real... Yeah, and mushrooms. Can, That's awesome. I so you guys tell. actually took mushrooms for this? I, I, I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> hey man, it's authentic, bro. But uh, nuts that you guys did that. That's awesome. So I've never done a full mushroom trip. I never um, done one until now. No, I mean, I, I mean, I spit them out. Okay. Okay, got you. So I'm not trying to do this fucking video. Th- that would have been weird. Yeah, that would have been intense. Probably. <laughs> Yeah, I've only done like you know, the, should I be even talking about this? Uh, only done like the like the DMT. I've done DMT a, a couple times, oh, sure. uh, ayahuasca a few times, wow. uh, like the whole ceremony, like the shaman yeah. and all that stuff. Uh, I mean, that's that's microdosed. Yeah, but you can't really count a full trip. But that's on my yeah. that's on my list of things to do very soon too. I need to like, yeah, maybe a little, little reset of life. Mm-hmm. I think you just need to be in the right uh, environment, right? Mm-hmm. Like a good. Uh, welcoming environment. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready to I'm ready to face some demons. Let's fucking go, dude. <laughs> <laughs> or it can be really nice and calming. And you know positive. what? I don't like those trips. Uh really. Like uh if I get high or there was an ayahuasca experience where 
you know, mm. I had like a very happy, like mm. I love everybody and positive. I just don't, I, me personally, I'm only talking about myself. Like mm. I just didn't learn as much. Mm. So as, you, you always want to learn something. I want to, if I'm doing something like show me the shit, mm-hmm. you know, what's like, you <laughs> yeah. know, what, what's in there. So if it's a positive, I don't really need to be reminded that I love my friends and, mm. and my, my family, which is very important, obviously. <laughs> but like, if I'm, if you're doing something mm-hmm. for a purpose, like whatever, but like show me the shit. You you're know? like, I set aside this whole day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I got snacks. I got, you know. Yep. I have Netflix queued up. Like, I want to, I want to, like, really get into this. Yeah. Do you seek, like, a catharsis or, like, a purging or just, like, knowledge or something? Knowledge. Yeah. Knowledge, right? Knowledge. People prefer to purge, but I, I then I think the, the definition of purging is different for every person does. For me, mm. purging is... If you get the knowledge, purging for me, uh, it's actually doing what the knowledge teaches you. So, right. So let's, if you want, I don't know. Versus like getting sick or whatever. Yeah. Some I, people you know, do. I personally don't need to throw up. I personally need to go home and start doing the shit that I mm. literally just got the vision for. Yeah. And to me, that's like a form of purging, mm. you know? Do you like write down your experiences? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like take notes and stuff? Yeah. Big on uh, something I do. Yeah, just... Uh, more so with smoking weed, just smoke and anything that, that, that comes to mind, just write it down. Something mm. stick, you know. It's like you know, like 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 an idea. Something sticks, some things don't. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like, and there there's a lot when you, you're high and have a bad trip. But you know, yeah. that, that's when that's when you learn something, dude. Yeah. And that's totally. like, let's fucking go there. Get a little scared, right? Yeah. Mm. It just it's nice to it's just there's nothing unhealthy about having a reminder of how vulnerable we are and yeah and being human it's just not i mean it's it's you know it's knowledge like you said yep also i don't condone this don't listen to damn what i'm saying <laughs> uh we're gonna edit all this out <laughs> <laughs> and do not listen to me this, this was a story of fiction yeah but please subscribe <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness but yeah hope uh hope everyone hope you all love the song we spent a lot of time on the song and, and the video wanted to make people feel like there's there's uh that they're experiencing a trip you know yeah that was really i feel i think it was pretty authentic well sick yeah cool oh, yeah. all right jay what's next that was interesting and other news uh Black presented <laughs> yeah <laughs> is that Black that <laughs> i, believe that's I deep, don't know who that is <laughs> it looks like deep purple there you know. yeah sick. well uh brought to us by loudwire uh, fit for an autopsies. Joe is the second vocalist to leave the deathcore supergroup, The Big Six. Joe Bad, what a fucking pure soul, man. Awesome yeah. guy. Sick vocalist. Great dude. I love all those guys in that band. But yeah, second, the second guy to leave. Uh, mm-hmm. Following yeah. Fran- uh, Franz. Is there a reason why that was specified, or is it just the news breaking? Yeah, so I read that there was something about whoever put this together... Didn't take into account the permission to lo- to use vocalist likenesses or mm. likenesses. Okay, mm. so it's like I a see. legal thing, I guess, with contracts. And Got stuff it. Like Unfortunately, that is kind of true. You have to kind of, as much as you might be a pure guy or or, or woman, and you want to like sing on a track or play on a track, you kind of have to clear it. It sucks, but that's just yeah. the way it is. Yeah. yeah. And when you're talking six that's uh, a lot. vocal, that's that's a lot of clearance, dude, and. A lot of lawyers it's, it's, to talk to. It's and, not as simple as 
it should be mm -hmm. or seems. You would think, right? Like if it's you, yeah, you're like, oh, I can do this, right? But you have to get permission. Some, yeah, it's like it's just if you're on a contract and stuff, obviously, sure. Like, contracts, contracts is the the law. But the idea is still sick. I mean, yeah. hopefully they they do something with it. It'll be awesome. But yeah, I mean, it's my first thought was because obviously we you always go to like your music brain. Yeah. My first thought when I saw it, I'm like, how are they going to schedule anything? Mm -hmm. One, because they're all on tour. This might be generalizing, whatever. Yeah. But I don't trust singers <laughs> in general with uh, having yeah. any form of schedule. Now there's six of them. Any type of discipline. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I, I love I I love I love Eddie. I love I love singers. I love Mitch, but mm. uh, I wouldn't trust that scheduling. Stuff. It's just the personality type you're saying. Kind of basically, just, yeah. They just show up. But yeah. That I mean, it's so hard to schedule two bands to do anything. Right. Dude, our, throughout our whole career, dude, like scheduling any tour has been, I can't name one easy one. Yeah. It's been like, it's been, is this band available or let's talk to them for fucking four months until they say <laughs> yes or no. Right. It's like scheduling two bands. So that, that's, that's when my brain went. But right. then my second thought process was, this is fucking sick. Obviously, I want to see something happen with well, it. I'm, I'm sure they'll find a way to make it work, you know. Yeah, but shout out to Joe Bad. He's fucking sick, dude. And shout out to also Fit for an autopsy. Great guys. Oh yeah, Tim and all them. Yeah, great guys. Yeah, Franz. Uh, Franz stepped aside to focus on Attila. Mm -hmm. So, and, was and then they added uh, Darius, right? Darius from Spite. From Spite. Sick. Well, what's uh? Yeah, Darius. I mean, sickest. The Beast. sickest dude. Trying to get yeah. Darius on on the pod for sure. Oh yeah, no, that'd be sick. What's uh? What's next, Jay? Well, I came across this article from the PRP. Uh oh. Monuments vocalist Andy. Sizek, I believe that's how you say his name. Mm -hmm. Yes. He opens up on the mental and financial struggles of being in a band. And okay. Today, 2023. Oh, what, today? So he mm -hmm. expressed that, uh, to quote his Twitter, being in a band feels pretty stupid now. The culture is <laughs> embarrassing. And nothing about it is cool anymore. Make almost no money, and half his old heroes are disgraced perverts. Mm -hmm. He worked mm -hmm. his whole life for this, and all he feels is shame, broken down, and obsolete. Barely hanging mm. on. I'm I'm very curious, you know, as someone that's in this oh, world, this and is... this is your your gig. Like, how do you feel about that? So subjects like this, um, yeah, Sorry. Josta, yeah, Josta mm, replies. Oh, in, yeah. she has a lot of experience with that, which is great. Yeah. Um. This, I don't even know where to start with, with stuff like this. Yeah, that's a big one. Um, it's personal. It I is, think it's yeah. probably subjective to different people. It has to be, yeah. It's a little heavy, but I feel like... Like, every person's experience, every band's experience is going to be different. You know what I mean? But it's worth bringing up. So. Yeah, every band dynamic is... You would think it's similar, but it's really not. There's a lot of mm -hmm. intricacies in there with, with different personalities. You're talking different upbringings. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a really tough subject, especially when you're talking mental health. It's, yeah. You really don't know even when you try to understand what they're thinking or what they're going through mm -hmm. um i'm not complaining but being in a band is very difficult mm -hmm. um i forgot how many times i wanted to quit yeah i just had like a this this is too much you know yeah it's not like a it's not like a job where you could clock in and out when you clock out you just go home and fucking not think about it and hang it's out 24 with, hours it's like, just the brain that does not stop and that's kind of they say you know obviously the blessing is the curse but um yeah again i'm not complaining but there is some reality is that uh it does drive you pretty fucking crazy sometimes 
would you say that maybe it's just like long term, not for everyone, right? No. I think no. that's what it comes down to. You kind of sign up for, yeah, um, you really get pushed to your limits. You get pushed to your patience. And another big issue, which I talked to the guys about, uh, is you get into music to play music. Yeah. You know, but the reality is there is a business to it. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes to making a business decision, when I see, when I make business, when I, when I mean, by business decisions, it's not about the money. Yeah, you have to be smart, knowing where the money is going yeah. and what and what the band's doing. You got to be strategic. Can't be a, just a just throw shit out. No yeah. business works like that. None. I mean, it's like you know, you just have to know how to budget things and be like savvy with that kind of thing. It's like what happens when the manager will mismanage a restaurant. As we all seen, you'll see the fucking close. Yep. It's just there's yep. this reality, obviously. Whoever started that restaurant probably loved that food, loved making that restaurant. But there's realities, you know. You got they weren't a business person. Uh, That's the problem. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, into your career, when you try to get into the mindset and make intelligent choices, I mean, we're our our shit's very public, and of decisions we made that weren't good. Mm-hmm. But you have to make business decisions and you're, yeah. but the problem with that is which i'm which is what i'm getting to no one in a in a band is a business person i mean if you're lucky you know there might yeah, be one if, person that had a business degree or something if you're lucky and obviously like there's a whole money stigma and having a healthy attachment to and that's just that's a balance in itself that's pretty damn special if someone finds that i do my best to, to find that as well mm-hmm but yeah, you have, you know, three to five men or women in one in one group and you're basically married. Yeah. You weren't you started a band without even thinking, oh yeah, I'm gonna potentially know this person for the rest of my life. You guys are gonna get very personal. You're gonna know everything about each other. You start crying. Oh yeah, you, no, oh, you're gonna have arguments, you're gonna hug each other, you're gonna mm-hmm. have the whole spectrum of emotions you're going to experience with them arts it weighs in it definitely weighs heavy for sure mm-hmm. but the uh it's not for everybody even when, when i see stuff like this it's really hard to gauge like i would have mm-hmm. to talk to him in person and uh even yeah even when i talk to some of my guys it's just really hard to gauge stuff like that and mm-hmm. you're you're tested to your limits and uh, unfortunately I'm I'm very lucky. I'm a lucky guy. You're not going to see me do any of this. I'm yeah. very lu- uh, one of my strengths as a person. I don't have, I don't have many of them, but uh, I I can handle a lot. Right. Mentally, emotionally, I, that's just how I'm wired. I'm very lucky. You're resilient. I'm just. But uh, a lot of people aren't like that. And that's why I think the biggest thing for me is, is just the realization of like being in a long term touring band is just not for every personality type. No. Like, you can it's love not. music, you know what I mean? Like, you can be amazing at it. You can be super mm-hmm. talented. But if you don't have that resilience to, like, be able to take a lot of, basically, you're taking a beating mm-hmm. emotionally and, you know, sometimes physically even. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. You know, it's not viable long term. It's not. You know, like, in, in then which case, you would have to make that decision. Okay, should I just do this really more for fun mm-hmm. and enjoy music as, like, more of just a passion thing? 
Yeah. Or do I want to continue doing this as a business is the really big distinction yeah. you have to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's tough, man. And I hope I hope this guy is, is, is doing better now. But yeah, shout out to him. I hope, <sighs> hope you're doing better. Shout it's out. so it's so. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's tough, man. And uh, only going through experience. What, what helps us is like there's got to be like a future. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to have someone really taking the reins. Yeah, um, definitely. You know, that to kind of give you like like a bright side. Because no matter what you do, which we have, we do have experience with this. Like when you, when you want to do something, it always. I think uh, actually, Joshua actually said that, which is cool. But it always gets worse before it gets better. Yeah, you're pretty much mm-hmm. guaranteed that. And from from what I learned is that depends. You could kind of which you could kind of choose what level you want to hit. Yeah, like as far as. Uh, guess let me say popularity or you know what what have you but depending on the what you go for you're gonna lose a lot more yeah so you want okay okay i don't how much do you want to sacrifice right oh yeah i want to go here so you're so if you want to go here right you're gonna sacrifice that to get there the whole way up you'll sacrifice yeah oh yeah man i've never you know the pun intended with with a band name but like you know i never had suicidal thoughts ever in my life until I was 36. Right. I mean, but I'm fine. I'm again, I'm fine. Yeah. But you get pushed mentally and emotionally to to depths in, in, in your soul that you never even thought you, mm-hmm. you had. Right. You know, but that's that's what you call sacrifice. You know, it's just you want to you want to do something, you got you got to sacrifice something. Yeah. You know, it's just I can't think of anything. I mean, shit, I mean, you want to you want to get a six pack? Well, you gotta, you know, eat a little, little bit less. That's that, that's Diet sacrifice. Work your ass off at the gym, and yeah, no, it's there's, true. There's always there's always something. As I, I always say this to you, like everything in life has a price. You know, I got that from my favorite mm-hmm. book, The Alchemist, and it's so true, man. Everything in life has a price, and th- and that's why I think it's important to like, you know, promote the idea of like being resilient and mm-hmm. and being patient because things yeah. take time and like you said the, i think that's a great quote like of like you know it always gets worse be- before it gets better 100 percent. because i think a lot of people quit before it, they're even at the worst part yes not knowing that the rainbow is on the other side of the mm-hmm. hill you know what i mean like yeah they're almost where they, they need to be they just yeah. need to stick it through to the other side yeah, and that's one of my big biggest fears as a person in a band. Like, imagine quitting right when you're about to pop. I, I would. I don't think yeah. I, I could live myself. Just because there was one thing that happened that mm-hmm. brought you guys down for a sure. second, you know, what I mean? it, it could it, be it one happens. thing. It happens often, but man, it just that that thought. Like, if we quit right before we we've been, we've been through, you've been through all this, yeah. all this publicly and privately, yeah. and you lost friends and yeah. Um, and just to stop right before everything that you were working yeah. for. Well, that that terrifies me, and also dying young terrifies me. Yeah, like I mean, what what a tragic story! Like something that happened to us, like right before we even mm-hmm. like like before the career happens. You know? Right, like, that would be so tragic. Right, totally. But the good news is, uh, so I'm gonna circle back. The good news for me personally is obviously this is not for everybody, but. When you go through those, when you have that thought process and those lows, you come out 
a better person and you learn a lot about yourself. Uh, I remember as I was talking about, like I had those thoughts I never had in my, in my life. I never yeah. really had those thoughts before. Yeah. And um, the next day, in the next two days, woke up, you know, I, depending, in the morning I do something like, like physical. And I, these days I went for a walk. I go out for a walk in the park and there's like some mansion areas I like looking at and growing up. So mm -hmm. I walk, walk up, put, put some music on, walk up and there were the most blissful, beautiful, joyful walks I, I ever had. Yeah. Because now, now you have something to compare it to. Right. And while I was this low, now that when you get out of that, like there's like this joyous feeling mm -hmm. after it. If you get through it and you learn shit and then you yeah. went out for a walk and just enjoy it. This sounds cheesy, but just enjoy like the air and like, man, I'm alive. Yeah. I feel, I feel good, man. It's, it's, it's like this, you know, like this, I mean, it's a super classic saying, but it's like you can't have good without the bad. You can't. Because, like, There's no way. If you've never experienced something hard, mm -hmm. you have nothing to compare it to when you have a good experience. Totally. So it makes those good experiences that much better when you've gone yeah. through a lot and then you have a great experience. Yes. You know. I agree. Well, Monuments also, shout out to them. They're fucking sick. Yeah. Those, I mean, they, they shred. Those guys are awesome. Yep. All right. Let's... uh See what's next. What we got? Let's yeah. go. You know, let's go to. Let's go to the MTV shows. Let's oh, yeah. just check it out. Let's just go through this quick. Yeah, I thought this was uh, fun. <laughs> Do you guys remember TRL? Oh yeah. So wait, this is uh, wait go up, go, go up. This is uh, eleven best MTV shows that were actually about music. Cool. Nice. But what's number eleven? The Golden Days. Uh, TRL, Total Request Live with Carson Daly. Fuck yeah. Dude, that is my childhood. That was a great show, man. That was great, man. A lot of what I'm into now, I think, is because of the mm -hmm. show. It's cool. And they would have, they would have uh, guests on and stuff. Having mm -hmm. guests on and like, it was really cool seeing that. Like, top 10 countdown was so the cool. Top 10 countdown yeah. was sick. And having, it was like, there's a time frame where like, it was a constant battle between boy bands and like new metal and like lincoln park <laughs> it was like it was, I, it was like literally one year like backstreet boys and lincoln park in the end it's all it was battling it was like it was either 98 degrees and seeing <laughs> yeah. uh backstreet boys competing with corn limp biscuit and lincoln park for yeah. like and then tom green comes in and has the bum <laughs> song it has the number one <laughs> song in the country i That's, love that Shout out to Tom Green, man. He's fucking sick. Right, Tom Go Green's on. the OG of podcasting, too, just to throw Ooh, that out fuck there. Yeah, yeah. Man, fuck Literally yeah, Literally did it before anybody else. Yeah, Absolutely. Totally. We would not be here without Tom Green. Yeah. For Shout sure. Out. Shout out Tom Green. Unplugged. Uh, unplugged. That's a great show. I mean, oh, yeah. Iconic, right? Series right there. Obviously, the, you know, the Nirvana Unplugged, still legendary to this day. Dude, I mean, even that picture is, like, iconic. Like, that's the you know exactly yeah. what that's from. It's the like, Unplugged session. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, the Nirvana one is... Alice in Chains. The Alice in Chains. Mm -hmm. If you watch the Alice in Chains once, and this look at Lance Daly mm. do vocals, you're like, whoa, yeah. that's just nice. dark shit. Uh, yeah. That's dark shit. Awesome. Uh, making the videos. Oh, yeah. That's I remember that. Remember that? That yeah, was cool. That was pretty, pretty cool. cool. All the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, it's pretty sick. Crazy how this show just for B BTS. That's sick. Yeah, it's Dude, great. That was a golden MTV years. Uh, yeah. What else? I don't remember 120 minutes. I have no idea what this show is. I heard of it. I never saw it. Headbangers Ball. Of course, Headbangers Ball is sick. I love That's ball. how I discovered Cannibal Corpse. Really? <laughs> Would never have heard Death Metal without wow. yeah, Headbangers Ball. Uh, well, it did its job. Yeah, originally yeah. fronted by Ricky Rack Rackman, and then uh, Josta handled it. Oh, yeah. In the revival mm -hmm. series. 
Uh, alternative Nation. Never heard of this. Before my time. Yeah. Never heard of that. Fuck. Never heard of this either. <laughs> what, what, what's this? IRS Records presents The Cutting Edge. No, I've never heard of that. 83 to 87. Wow, keep going. Yeah, a lot of 80 shows. Never heard of that. Nope. Any viewers? Turn, turn it, it up. Off. Nope. Yo, MTV Raps. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Got me into, into early hip hop uh, stuff for yeah, sure. Good stuff. Tribe Called Quest and all that. All things rock. Don't remember that at all. Didn't. Yeah. Well, cool. That's that that good. That's, yeah, TRL is fucking. A, it's a, a big one, man. <laughs> That's the most iconic for sure. That's a fucking change the game. It's cool because you put like it was genius when you think about it because you have like you basically have competing genres that mm-hmm. are both super passionate. You're, you're talking about people are calling in. Yeah, they, they want they wanted corn to be number one so bad, but like you had like the NSYNC bands that they wanted. And sync to be number one so bad. Like obviously the big labels and everything wanted yeah, to push so that. Great, the great show, man. Britney yeah. Spears. Yeah, Britney Spears. Britney it's just Spears. funny to have Britney Spears and Corn in the same conversation. It was really pop versus metal. If you really think, I think about what what it was. Obviously, yeah. you, you could have your opinion with Corns and Limp Biscuits and Lincoln Park TV debate metal, but they did represent heavy music in that mm-hmm. in that show, man. At the highest level, yeah, was, really in so the mainstream. Sick, so. Dude. Yeah. So sick, man. Well, let's uh, fuck, not on TV. Let's uh, close this one out. Oh yeah, bring it home, Jay. All right, Guitar Center employee puts person in chokehold. Oh, this is sick. Just this. <laughs> I want. It. I gotta see. It. Absolutely yeah. handles it. It's just a, a Twitter. Oh yeah, it's just a one person. Oh, Five million views on Twitter. Yeah, huge. Holy moly! <laughs> he, he has an acoustic guitar. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, he's smashing it? What yeah, he's dick. trying to hit hit the security guard with it. He taps. He watches UFC for sure. Oh, yeah. He taps. Okay, so what? So he was stealing a acoustic. Is that is that what's going on? He was trying to run out I with believe it, yeah. I read that. <laughs> he's carrying him out. Yeah. Oh, my yeah, he, goodness. He drags him Dude, out. One. One person just you got it. I, I had a theory of, about this video. Hey, fair game. Yeah, Give that guy a raise. I have a theory about he needs what he, he, what he was he, trying to do. But. He needs a raise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what he's trying to do is get a raise. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a theory about the guy that was stealing the guitar. Oh, what's your what's your theory? Uh, so a lot of people nowadays, you know, a lot of times when they do stuff like this, it's like a scam thing. Where like, oh, I hope the guy. The security guard hurts me so that mm-hmm. I can like sue them later on, and I think yep. that's probably what it was, which so, is why he's on the floor acting like he got super hurt when in reality nothing happened sure. to him. Oh yeah, it's very common, dude. Very common. Yeah, so, especially uh, a big corporation like Guitar Center, you know. So a Reddit user clarified that he wasn't thrown out for stealing; he had just assaulted an employee. Oh, even worse. Oh, then he's screwed. Yeah. yeah. Even worse. I thought he was getting kicked out because he started playing the wrong song. And like, <laughs> like you played Stairway to Heaven. Okay, it's like, like you gotta go. Like, can't you read? <laughs> Chokehold. When, when so, you're when you're on the demo uh, electronic <laughs> drum set and they tell you you gotta you gotta stop. And it's like I'm gonna practice my blast beat for the first time ever right now. <laughs> this is the perfect I'm, time. I'm just gonna punish this you know guitar center drum like, section employee. <laughs> Shout out Albuquerque Guitar Center. Yeah. Dude. Oh Albuquerque. There you go. They don't fuck around. This dude's sick. Yeah, Albuquerque doesn't mess around. Especially when you're talking like being insulted, man. Fair game, man. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I mean, yeah, honestly, shout out to that security guard. He handled that situation perfectly. Yeah. I mean, dude, he was probably like a 
He looks like he trains. Yeah. He looks like not exactly skinny, I would say, mm-hmm. but yeah. more like built. He's got a good core. He had good technique. <laughs> I, I could tell you he had good technique for sure. Jay is checking him out now. <laughs> Whoa, do you want you want to talk with him too or what's up? What's up? Hey, man. Doc. Yeah. Doc. <laughs> he's, like, Jay. he's like, I might go still a guitar Doc and now. Jay. <laughs> DJ. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, shout out yeah. to uh, this young gentleman. I guess uh, apparently yeah, stuck stuck up for himself and yes, help acoustic guitar not get jacked, but yet almost smashed. Yeah, yeah man, I, I just gotta say, stop. You know, people stop harassing like retail workers. Like, what are we doing? These people are just trying to like make a living, do their job. Yeah, I mean, why why are we reha- rehashing? Why are we reha- uh, re- rehashing like? Anybody, yeah, you know, like I mean, it's just you're, we're all going through our own shit, man. We're all have our own, our own shit at, at home and going through our own stuff. And you got to think like these people deal with the public every day. You know what I mean? I don't. Know. I just I have a lot of sympathy for retail workers because totally. they go with a lot. What do you think this guy listens to? He's got the giant chin- pool. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he's got the chin beard and the uh, hinder. Hinder. I'm gonna oh, go God. with hinder. Hoobastank. That's a fucking Hoobastank culprit right there. How do you say harassing? Har- harassing? Is that it? Harassing. Harassment. Harassment. Harassing. Yeah. yeah. Harassing? What was it? Harassing. <laughs> Harass. Harassing. Harassing. There you go. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah, he loves Hinder and Drowning Pool. There you go. <laughs> He's trying to let the bodies hit the floor, huh? Yeah, record's pretty sick, though. So I mean, you, <laughs> there, there is that. Yeah. He probably bumped it in, in his lifted truck outside. Sure. And then, yeah. Fun fact about Johnny and Poole, their guitar player is the bass player for Flesh Parade, which is a, oh, yeah. a legendary grind band. Mm. They're fucking sick. So you, so you can't talk yeah. shit on Johnny and Poole without knowing the deep grind grind history, DM history. I feel history. like almost every new metal band has one member who was in like some cred band <laughs> that was like super heavy, right? Yeah, type in Johnny, John, not, uh, not on YouTube. Oh, um, I was going to show you this funny video. Well, I'll show you maybe when we wrap up later. Yeah, the type in drowning pool for the wiki. And I, I, uh, I'm sorry, but I forgot this guitar player's name. Find out right now because we CJ got sounds familiar. Go down fiber optics. CJ Pierce. That sounds <clears throat> not right. See. Oh yeah, they're they're based out of Dallas. Okay. Let's see personnel here. Guitar. Guitar. CJ. Yep. CJ Pierce. Now, yeah, so copy his name and then go back to Google. Yep, that's that's him. Oh, nice. He loves the wah pedal for sure. <laughs> oh, I mean, he's the king of the wah pedal, really. And watch, type in, yeah, she appears Flesh Parade. And watch what fucking comes up. You have to type the whole thing, which is insane. See? Yeah, it didn't pop up. <laughs> that, that's going to pop up. People don't know this. Check them out. So they're, they're a super go, go OG up, band up. then. Uh, so, t- yeah, Flesh Parade hometown bio. Louisiana Grindcore. Right. Wow, do they not even have music out? Like Bassist CJ Pierce. Boom. Right there. Nice. Black and white, dude. See, a lot of people don't know he came from a fucking straight up grind band. I feel like a lot of new metal bands w- were like death metal bands previously, you yeah. know? Hey Jay, pull up uh YouTube and we're we're gonna close out the pod with some flesh parade. Ten seconds of pure grind. <laughs> and I'm I'm pretty picky with my grind, and this shit is fucking sick. All right, uh, go down. That's sick. Starting down, and ending down. the pod with grind. Yeah, play uh, coping with it. Coping with it. 
Is it going to go? Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Oh, some straight power violence. Love it. And, and they fucking groove it. Let's hit, let, let's hit a groove. Yeah, that's, that's sick, sick as fuck. See? Flesh Prey, dude. Grind as fuck. Yeah. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, they have a record called uh, Kill Nice. Please don't, please don't count. <laughs> <laughs> Cancel me. It's just, that's just the name of the that's record. The title. Might have to bleep that. They're on... Uh, we're probably going to bleep it, honestly. Uh, we have to censor that, yeah. Uh, Unfortunately. But they're on Relapse. Mm-hmm. You know what? I got to... This... I got to see if that's... The record's called that via Spotify Flesh Parade. Dude, this Wi-Fi is fucking quick. Yeah, it's working. Let's see. I mean, yeah, it says it's on, it's on, it's on Spotify. Kill. Bleep, yeah. bleep, bleep, bleep. Yeah. Um, that's a bold title. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's grindcore, so there's kind of no rules. Yeah. So, shout out to let's see, bands you should check out: Wormed, Flesh Parade. Who else do we talk about? That people should, oh, like Chevelle. Oh yeah, Chevelle. Very, probably the most underrated uh, alternative rock slash metal band of all time. Yeah, I would say. Oh, and Hemdell. Oh yeah, Hemdell. So you got gore. You have grind. You have new metal. You're 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 set for a while. Hooking you guys up with you're, you know playlists for a couple weeks at least. It's free services. Right here. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess we covered a lot of ground. I think we're. That was a good one. Yeah. That was beefy. So thank some you. good topics in there. Yeah, yeah. thank you all for li- listening and watching. Uh, next week, we should be starting with guests for quite a while. We're yeah. So uh, this should be our last uh, trifecta EP for months and months yep. and months. So, uh, yeah, am I, miss- am I missing anything? Um, no. We should be uh, announcing some exciting things in the next few weeks. So yeah. just, you know, keep you guys posted. I'm stoked. Sack the Kid, Jay, thank you for killing it. Oh, yeah. Love you guys. All right, everyone, for listening and watching. Appreciate right. it. See you next time. Later. Yeah.